Hey everybody, welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by Linestar. We are taking a look at the AFC East today, continuing on with our NFL division previews. Remember, first things first before we get into the teams, including the favorite to win the Super Bowl, like, subscribe, comment below to keep up with all our content. And that's not the Jets, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we have to make a video just about the Jets because you said that. Also, make sure to sign up for LineStar to get all of your information and all your draft ready before. I know fantasy football season is right around the corner, so you want to lock in that price, too. It's $19.99 right now. It'll get you all squared away your whole season mm-hmm. long. You don't want to lose at fantasy football this season and line no, stars here to help you out so that you won't. So make sure to lock in that price at 1999 before the season starts. And that goes up. So check that out. Linestarapp.com, And we will also put the link below so you can just click there as well. Now it is time to talk about my favorite division. The AFC East it is my division. I claim proprietary right over it because my jets are yes. in it. Been a it's rough interesting go of it. <laughs> that you own the division being a Jets fan. I do not. That's, that's very interesting. Yes. That's quite news. the ju- juxtaposition there. That is breaking However, news. first we'll take a look at all of the teams and their futures market. We'll yes. talk about some of the stats and some of the fantasy football value all over the map here. So we're going to start with worst to first in terms of the standings last year. And I'm sorry to say my Jets were bottom of the barrel last year, 4-13. and 13. Mm-hmm. And the longest postseason drought and offense ranked 28th in points 26 in yards these are painful for me to say as a mm-hmm. Jets fan defense dead last in yards allowed and points allowed needless to say they did get a lot of talent they got a lot of young talent they stopped up Zach Wilson year yeah. two uh, so okay Zach Wilson, the expectations are there. This is kind of a make it or break it year for him. Last year was not good. You know what's really funny, too, is there was so much hype behind him in preseason. Mm -hmm. Like, people were saying he looked like Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) And then the real season Yeah, then the real season came along. (laughs) However, I feel like he didn't have too much help in terms of the offensive line and a Credit to the Jets this offseason. They took care of a lot of issues for him. Mm -hmm. Secured up that offensive line a bit for him. Got some nice receivers. Mm -hmm. And so I think they basically stacked everything in his favor to have a good season. Yes. We did see glimpses of a good Zach Wilson after he had the injury and later in the season. However, yeah, Yeah. the first it was a little rough going in the, the first few weeks. Um, 65% pla- pass play rate in non-garbage time, though, is fifth most, which I think bodes well for fantasy purposes. Maybe not a Zach Wilson on your team, but other other players There is as well. some <clears throat> upside here, too. Okay. Moore, Moore's a nice little young talent. Mm-hmm. We got Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No idea what to do with this running back. <laughs> I know you love Brees Hall. Yeah, I love Brees Hall. He projects as the lead back among the rookie class. And I think the thing that I like about Brees Hall, I think the opportunity is there mm-hmm. for him to just go and get, and take it if he is, in fact, what everyone, the scouts, describe. He's pretty much a beast. So yeah. I I don't mind taking a chance on him. I think he's, from what everything that I've read, he's projected to be the top running back among this rookie class coming in. So 
I like him. Although Michael Carter might have some issues with that. Yeah, I, I think it'll probably end up being a little bit of a committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brees Hall could have the larger majority of that committee, mm-hmm. but I don't see him playing like a featured role. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I think this is going to be a lot of passing mm-hmm. in this offense. Let's see. I think a lot of it hinges on Zach Wilson, obviously. Last year, passing grade ranked 38th among Mm -hmm. 44 qualified quarterbacks. Not great there. And his quarterback rating at 69.7 was 42. So he's going to have to show much improvement. Word out of camp, though, is that he's been doing well. He put on a little weight. He's been hitting the weight room. Preseason Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) He's back. He burned Sauce Gardner at practice, which was pretty impressive. Excited about his addition to the team as well, although we're kind of focusing in on the fantasy guys. However, I just want to say Sauce Gardner. Yeah. (laughs) Gotta love the sauce. It's a good name. Great name. Let's talk about the tight ends for a second, because this was a big pickup for the Jets with CJ Uzama coming over from the Bengals, and he was a favorite target Mm -hmm. of Joe Burrow. He did well there. Although this was an offense that fed tight ends in just 75 total yards last season. So I don't see him having the success that he had over with the Bengals. What do you think? I mean, he has a big downgrade in quarterback as much as you wouldn't like to believe that. (laughs) Uh, So that's one thing to definitely take into account. But I I have to agree with you. Yeah. You know. I, especially with having Tyler Conklin there as well. Exactly. Conklin's likely going to steal a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's not a prolific pass catcher, but he's going to be on the field. He can block well. So, All right. Let's take a look at the futures odds for the Jets. Okay. Third longest odds to win the Super Bowl. They're saying there's a chance. Yep. Your <laughs> AFC. To win the conference at 8,500. To win the division 2000 win total this was kind of a popular one that people were taking in vegas the over under on five and a half wins curious to see your thoughts on the win total here at minus 160 there's no way i can hit over yeah i the value here is going under plus 135 interesting you say that because as i was looking over the jets schedule it was actually a little hard i counted Mm -hmm. five winnable games that I could and I even was a little favorable to I gotta be real I'm a J-E-T Jets fan but I, I am realistic yes and trying to be objective for our viewers so you guys mm-hmm. aren't putting money down on something just because I'm a I'm a homer so I do like the under in this situation mm-hmm. and they have a really tough schedule to start out the season listen to this they start out they host the Ravens they're at the Browns going up against the Bengals, and then they're at Pittsburgh. They could easily be 0-4 to start the season, and that's a tough hole to climb out of. There are some big question marks quarterback-wise, though, for a couple of those teams. Browns, we don't know what Deshaun Watson's going to be. He's likely not going to be in that game. Mm -hmm. And the Steelers, I mean, they just drafted a guy. They got Rudolph. So um, it might not be as tough as... Maybe it would have been yeah, 2021. Good point there, Tyler. But it is. Big Big Ben was 2021, which yeah. it's, he wasn't very good either. So. <laughs> All right. So their overall strength of schedule, though, is 17th, which is not too bad. Middle there. of the road. But I still think 
it'll be hard to get six wins for the Saints. Now, that strength of schedule, though, is based on last, last season, season, whereas the True. Dolphins are going to be much improved. Right. The Patriots are going to be a little bit better. Right. So the AFC East in general has gotten a little, yeah. a little bit tougher. Speaking of a team that's gotten tougher, mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins, last season nine and eight. But now they got a new head coach, Mike McDaniel, coming over from the Kyle Shanahan School of Coaching. And you've got Tua with a much improved cast. Talk about a make it or break it year. Yes, this is the ultimate make it or break it year. I know that a lot of people have been high on Tua for Mm -hmm. quite a while. His quarterback rating ranked 27th last year. And I got some stats because I thought this was really interesting just to put it into perspective for you. I mean, I know he will have some some added weapons, but Tua ranks 31st among all quarterbacks in fantasy points per game over the past two seasons. He was also the league's sixth most turnover-prone quarterback when throwing deep. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that stat because Tyree Tyre Kill is here now. Yeah. So I think that's an important thing to note. The problem, uh, not necessarily Tua's ability to throw an accurate deep ball. This is an interesting one, too, about the deep ball. Rather than his willingness to do so, last season, 7.4-yard average target depth, that ranked 39th among 44 qualified quarterbacks. And it only edged out Daniel Jones, Ben Roethlisberger, Jared Goff, Mike White, and Colt McCoy. So those are not favorable stats, but I wanted to bring them up because I think it's important when you've got a guy like Tyree Kill, who's one of the biggest deep threats in the league coming over mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting to see if they can maximize his potential yeah and i do think some of that was just coaching not letting him throw the ball deep okay i i think there was definitely part of that mm-hmm. um that they didn't want to and if you looked at their kind of receiving option it makes sense also like yeah rookie waddle waddle uh, Parker, they had the tight end out wide mm-hmm. all the time. So, you know, they didn't have a ton of real good deep threats. Yeah. So. Well, now you're talking about McDaniel, who's coming mm-hmm. from a team that was very run heavy. Yes. And so that'll be interesting to see how he incorporates the running backs. Mm-hmm. And you've got a new one on the team. Chase Edmonds coming over from the Cardinals. Also, Raheem Mostert from mm-hmm. San Francisco, the Mosterati is there, along with Sony Michelle from the Rams. You got Miles Gaskin still there as well. Just and Salmon Amen. NFC West. Yeah, running pretty backs much. Just came over to the Dolphins. <laughs> now, everything I've read says maybe Edmonds will be the lead back here. He's also a big receiving threat as well, so could bode well for fantasy owners in that respect. Yeah, I I seem to think that Raheem Mostert probably will get the majority but this a hundred percent is going to be a committee Mm -hmm. yes that's a great point because yeah i would not be surprised if they're using three backs regularly yeah and i mean the patriots used to always do that yeah and they also got fullbacks alex ingold signed to a Mm two-year 6.5 million dollar contract and the question i wrote down in the notes was does this kind of indicate a lack of the three wide receiver usage. And when we talk about the wide receivers, you got a lot of good receivers there. So I'm kind of just curious to see how this offense comes together in general. Just, yeah, there's a lot of question marks. I would imagine they're probably going to move people around a lot, mm-hmm. give defenses a lot of different looks. Yeah. Kind of make it hard for the defense and a little easier on Tua would be my kind of ex- yes. expectation here. Got to make it. Easy for Tua, right? Yeah, and I, they're uh, Gesicki, their tight end. 
Mm-hmm. He's one that can kind of move all over the place too. So right, he's it's, a tight end, but he's kind of a wide receiver. He played out wide a lot yes. last season. Yeah. So. A good option there. So yeah. let's talk about the wide receivers. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, yeah. and Cedric Wilson, mm-hmm. who might be going overlooked a little bit in this offense coming over from the Cowboys. Now, Hill's just been incredible. Just to put it into mm-hmm. perspective for you, here's some top 10 numbers. Uh, his receiving grade ranks sixth. Yards per route run, ninth. Quarterback rating when targeted, ninth. That bodes well for Tua. Mm -hmm. And among 175 wide receivers with at least 100 targets since 2016, only, listen to this company, Antonio Brown, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase have averaged more PPR points per game during that span. He's been incredible. Granted, he's had Mahomes, but he also had Mm -hmm. a good season with – Alex Smith as well. Yeah. I, I mean, Hill's incredible. Yeah. The speed and separation he get he has and he gets is one of a kind. Do you see his value up or down? Versus last season with mm-hmm. Tua? Uh, there's no way it's higher. Yeah. <laughs> Especially having Waddle. So as in Kansas City, he never had like a true wide receiver too. Like that was Travis Kelsey who... You know, he's a tight end. He's not going to run the same type of routes to take away. Yeah. Whereas, like, now he has Waddle. Waddle is a legit, very good receiver. Yeah, he saw the end zone a lot, so, too. He said this dance. Yeah, good Does old. Do want to do it? The penguin giddy, gritty. <laughs> Waddle. <laughs> it's kind of like what it is. Kind of. <laughs> I guess. So, speaking of Waddle, he had the 10th most targets of any wide receiver last season. It's something that's not happening again now that Cheetah is in the building. Yes. So, But he'll get more one-on-one. Okay, good point. Good point. All right, some other notes here. Strength of schedule, 21st. That's pretty good. They do have a tough start as well. Patriots, Ravens, Bills, Bengals. That's not Ooh. That's uh. That's, that's not easy. Real tough start. That's pretty tough. At least Patriots at home. Yes, but, so they open yeah, that's, up. That's a tough one. It's a tough one. Let's take a look at the NFL futures odds here. Plus 4,000 for a Super Bowl. Hey, just in case you're willing to... Take a, you know, go long shot. You know, there could be some real interesting bets Mm -hmm. after these four games. Oh, totally. They could totally be one in three. Mm -hmm. And then you can probably kind of try and smash the uh, win division or. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Because eight and a half. What are you thinking there? I'm going to say over. Mm hmm. It's doable. I think minus 130 isn't too bad, but. I mean, they won nine last season. Mm-hmm. They have a good defense. The offense should be taking another step forward. Right. So, And I think Mike McDaniel is a good coach, and he will put them in the best position to succeed. Yes. Um, I, eight and a half. Yeah, I think they can do it, especially – I don't think the Patriots are as good. I don't think – As Miami? As oh. Miami. Debatable. I don't know. It's Belichick. You, you like Belichick? It's yeah. Belichick. I don't, think, it's, I don't know. And Jones is going to take another on step. Jones. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We will. We will. So let's move on then. Yeah. Perfect segue into the New England Patriots who last season finished 10 and 7. Bill Belichick in his 23rd season. But we did have some changes on the off- or the offensive coordinator role. Josh McDaniels now at Las Vegas. So Belichick is expected to run the offense. Not sure how that will impact things, but you've also got Joe Judge and Matt Patricia in the mix there as well. And Mac Jones, does he take a leap 
in his second mm-hmm. year. We saw a little good, a little bad. The Patriots went on a really good stretch. I remember that game when they were going up against the Cowboys mm-hmm. at the end, and he was taking it to him. He took it to Tom Brady in that game when uh, the big homecoming for Tom Brady. So he's shown glimpses of that, and reports are that he's been working really hard this offseason, kind of taking a page from Tom Brady, working on his health and his fitness, his overall wellness. So uh, what do you see from him year two? I like him. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if you're going to see a huge like stats increase. Yeah. But I think that with Belichick, he is really learning how to win. Mm-hmm. And he's going to keep doing that. He's going to keep the team from losing. He's not going to lose the game for them. Well, to your point, Jones did peel off four top 10 fantasy finishes during his yeah. final eight games. Um, although overall, Jones joins Trevor Lawrence, Big Ben, Matt Ryan as the only quarterbacks with double-digit fantasy finishes as the QB 20 or worse. So maybe not super consistency for fantasy purposes. Yeah, there are some comparisons, though, with Mac Jones, the season he had with some of the greats that we have seen. Mm-hmm. You know, like his season really? between Peyton Manning's rookie year isn't like a giant difference interesting Uh. all right well let's take a look at his weapons Mm -hmm. jacoby meyer Devontae parker is in the mix kendrick bourne nelson aguilar taekwon thornton Nikhil harry this is an offense that does spread the ball around i mean it's not like edelman and gronk are there anymore to Mm -hmm. just carry the load there with the offensive side of i guess some of the uh, passing attempts there. Yeah, I do really like the addition of Delonte Parker here. Okay. So I, I think this is that's going to help mm-hmm. Mac Jones quite a bit. Yeah. And I think he kind of becomes the de facto number one, even though uh, uh, Myers has been very good. He is allergic to the end zone. Yes, <laughs> totally. In fact, one of just 11 wide receivers in NFL history with 1,500-plus receiving mm-hmm. yards, yet five or fewer touchdowns in the first three seasons of their mm-hmm. career. Yes, like you're saying. they are The Patriots are the fifth most run-heavy offense, though, so I feel like a lot of times they're at the goal line. They just punch it in there. Mm-hmm. Running back, speaking of which, Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, Pierre Strong Jr., James White. Bit of a crowded running back situation yes. here. Who do you see taking the big bulk of the carries here? Uh, I think <laughs> Stevenson should take the big bulk of the carries, but Damian Harris is good. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they can really just like take those carries from him. It's not like he's done poorly. Right. But I think Stevenson is the most explosive and complete back that they have. Yeah. Although, from a fantasy perspective, are you sold on, given the fact that they do kind of use a lot of different guys, are you sold on I Patriots running back in for like a season-long like home friends league? No, I'm not really yeah. sold on any of them. For an underdog best ball draft, which you can hit the link below and join yeah. underdog free line star for three months. Uh, I do like kind of maybe taking some shots at Stevenson. Okay. Just because it's not like he's being drafted early. If Harris 
gets hurt, Stevenson could step in with a much bigger role. Mm-hmm. He is a solid back. He can catch passes. He can make people miss. I, I do like his upside. Some fantasy upside there. Yeah. Let's talk about the tight end situation. Hunter Henry was really good last season. Mm-hmm. He caught 50 passes for 603 yards, nine touchdowns in 2021. However, in terms of replicating that, not looking too likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 of 12 tight ends that scored eight-plus touchdowns on fewer than 80 targets went on to work as tight end 14 or worse, the following season exception was Gronk. So, is Hunter Henry Gronk? Gronk's always the exception. Yeah, Gronk. Any I, exception to the rule, it's Gronk. <laughs> Hunter Henry, I do like him. Mm-hmm. Is he Gronk? No. No. Okay. Uh, but the Patriots do use their tight ends well. The one thing I kind of wonder is if Jonu Smith is involved a little more. Sure. It uh, kind of surprised me that he wasn't involved more last season. Hmm. They used him. He played it okay amount, but he definitely took a back seat to Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Smith is the more athletic one out of the two. Okay. So so something to look for there. I, If you're looking at it from a fantasy perspective, just we don't expect Hunter Henry to have the repeat performance that he no. did, and he could split with. Smith now, it's it's forward. really hard to predict touchdowns and yeah. his season was based on touchdowns right so all right well let's take a look at the Patriots futures odds here to win the Super Bowl 4,000 to win the conference 2,200 and to win the division 400 win total eight and a half anything you like here uh, no. Definitely not Super Bowl <laughs> or conference or division. <laughs> All right. One total, eight and uh, a half. Are you going I'm over? I'm going to go over there. I yeah. can't, I can't uh, go against Belichick with that with a second-year quarterback. You're loving Bill Belichick. You like the hoodie, huh? <laughs> He's a goat. He's... <laughs> yep. Although, uh, does he still have it without Tom Brady? I mean, they did really good last year with a rookie quarterback. Fair enough. They almost we'll see, were I able guess, to take the two. division. Almost took the division. Strength of schedule, 16th. Yes. They do have a tough December, so I think that will be their toughest, just kind of looking at that. Mm-hmm. Bills, that's a home game, though. At Cardinals, then at Raiders, then Bengals. I think that's probably their toughest stretch. That's not a... I feel like Belichick's Decembers are usually really good, too. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember the exact stats on that, and I wish I kind of checked that. But, uh, <laughs> it's okay. But Belichick towards the end of the year is usually kind of really putting mm-hmm. things together. So Yeah. I think that's also when cold weather comes into play, and sure. it always seems to work in Bill Belichick's favor there. Yeah, it's weird how things just work for <laughs> Work his. in his favor, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of voodoo is he doing over I, there in New England? I, I want to know. But right. things always follow in his way, so. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at the Buffalo Bills. Will things fall their way this season? Well, a lot of people think it will. In fact, they are the favorites to win the Super Bowl this year. Last year, they were 11-6 and six and basically lost to the Chiefs. It was like a coin flip that decided – their future in what was one of the craziest that games game was great. playoff games they are uh like i said the favorites mm-hmm. josh allen's an mvp favorite as well sean mcdermott back for his sixth season 
And the only big coaching piece they're going to be missing is the offensive coordinator, Brian Dable, who left to coach the Giants. Now, looking at this offense, this is a team that chucks the ball everywhere. And Josh Allen, will he capture his third straight season as QB1? Mm -hmm. That's the big, uh, I guess, question mark here. And Josh Allen's just been incredible. I got a great stat for you. Are you ready? I want to hear this. Another season atop the leaderboard, Woodland Allen in an exclusive club alongside Steve Young and Brett Favre as the only signal callers to post overall QB1 fantasy production in three consecutive seasons over the past 50 years. That's That's a long uh, time ago. And that is some nice names to be with. They didn't even have nice internet scoring for you back then. No, you had to go to the newspaper and do it yourself. (laughs) Like write it in pen and pencil. Um, So... Obviously, he would join some elite company. Mm -hmm. He's one of just 10 players with 30-plus rushing touchdowns since 2018, which is incredible when you think about that. And he has a chance to pass Michael Vick by the end of 2022, which is just crazy. He's just awesome. How do you see his progression this season? I mean, I got to expect he's going to keep kind of progressing. Uh as we see with quarterbacks, as they get older, they generally start to run a little bit less. So maybe a little less running, mm-hmm. more passing, which they always That's... Pass, already pass a ton. So. Well, taking a look at that wide receiver's room here, Stephon Diggs back at it again. He was absolutely unstoppable in 2020. In 2021, not as dominant. Hey, but his not dominant is like a, still a top 10 fantasy finish. Yes. Just absolutely crazy. He's wide receiver four in PPR points per game since joining the Bills in 2020. Then you got Gabriel Davis. Now Jamison Crowder mm-hmm. is in there as well. Isaiah McKenzie and Khalil, Khalil Shakir as well. And when you look at Stefan Diggs, he's awesome, man. Absolutely. Probably definitely one of the best. Obviously, mm-hmm. he just went through all those stats. He's got the volume, mm-hmm. the talent, and the quarterback That'll give him some good points. When you look at the wide receivers, though, what do you like about, I guess, where things shake out for fantasy pe- people? I really want to see what Gabriel Davis is doing. Yeah. He uh, he is the biggest kind of question mark. He has been fantastic when on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, last season, they started with Emmanuel Sanders, and Sanders really started out hot. Mm-hmm. And then he started falling off a little bit. Davis got a little bit more play. And Davis has was tremendous. I mean, he did have that huge game towards the end of the season where he had, what was it, four <laughs> touchdowns? Crazy, yeah. Yeah. So how does Crowder fit into things here? Takes that Cole, Be- the Cole Beasley There role. you go. Yeah. He's, he's got a case of the Beasles. <laughs> <laughs> it's not contagious, though. No, or no. maybe it is. I, I mean, don't know. It wouldn't his, be the worst thing. For, for him, I hope it is. <laughs> I, Beasley just caught balls. There you go. How about the running backs? You got James Cook, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, Duke Johnson. They did draft James Cook in the second round. We love to see that one. Yeah. I going back to Allen maybe not running as much. Drafting Cook. They gave the ball a lot to Singletary last season. Yeah. And he kind of took over that RB1 kind of role, which we haven't been used to out of the Buffalo Bills um, with them drafting 
I would say it's got to be a little bit of a timeshare here, but I could see them using running backs a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's always been traditionally the problem of Josh Allen is that it takes away from the Buffalo running back situation, but perhaps he will run a little bit less. Uh, Overall, the Bills running backs rank 27th in targets and tie for 25th in carries inside the five-yard line over the past two seasons. Yeah. Yuck for fantasy owners of Bills Exactly. Exactly. That's the huge problem with Bills running backs is they don't get the ball within the five. If there is a little change on that, there's huge upside. How about the upside for the tight ends here? Dawson Knox and OJ Howard. Dawson Mm. Knox, TE9 in PPR points per game. Thanks in part to converting nine of his 71 targets into touchdown, which is pretty crazy. But considering, you know, Howard there now, I don't, do you see that as kind of a repeat performance or? Uh, Like we talked about earlier, it's really hard to kind of repeat those type of touchdown numbers, Mm -hmm. especially on only 71 targets. Mm -hmm. So repeat tight end nine, I would say probably not. OJ yeah, Howard, he's not the Gronk, the exception to the rule. Exactly. OJ Howard is interesting. He's always been a guy that is like super athletic, but mm-hmm. like hasn't yeah, done anything. Hasn't done much. You know, so I I really can't trust him. I don't think he's going to take away much from Knox. Yeah, Dawson Knox always seems super solid and very clutch. Comes up in clutch. Yeah, moments. and I know last season he last off season he worked super hard. And he came in and had this great season. I have not seen anything about his off-season workouts this year. If he has kind of the same thing and he's just as locked in, yeah, who knows? Well, let's take a look at the NFL futures odds because mm-hmm. we're gonna, uh, favorites all across the board here to win the Super Bowl plus six fifty, to win the conference plus three fifty, to win the division minus one eighty. That win total at eleven and a half. Hmm. Are you taking any of these bets? I would take them to win the Super Bowl. I would take pretty much every one of every them. Every one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, to win the Super Bowl, I think they have to be the favorites. Yeah. I, with the step back that I would assume the Chiefs are taking. Yeah. You know. Although and then, my fun pick, my long shot pick is the Chargers. I kind of think that's a fun pick for the Super Bowl. I feel like you're trolling with me with that one just because they left San Diego. (laughs) Now I hate them. (laughs) Why do you hate them? You got to embrace them, support them from afar. No, No. you're not. I am not. You don't do long distance relationships. I'm not backing the Spanos family. I am not backing (laughs) Los Angeles. So are you backing the Bills to get over 11 and a half wins? 11 and a half is such a high number. That it is. And looking at their strength of schedule, it's 12. They open the season at LA. Mm-hmm. Their bye week seems a little early to me at week seven, yeah, which not a great. Early. Um, at Kansas City week six, they host Green Bay week eight. Their last three at Chicago, at Cincinnati, and then hosting the Patriots. So strength of schedule Man. is 12th. 11 and a half is high. I think their division is a little bit better. Their division is better. Personally, I just wouldn't bet this. You wouldn't I take... wouldn't touch it. Yeah. I think that line is right. It's a little high. I kind of do see them getting it. I do. <laughs> I would take the over here. I... If I, I had to take one side... The Bills are going to be... If I had to take one side, I'm taking it. They're over. on a revenge tour, man. That 
that loss to the Chiefs did not sit well with Josh Allen, and he strikes me as a gamer and a competitor who's going to just like ball out this season. I like that take. I like <laughs> it. I, very well could be true. Allen is great, probably is the quarterback one again. So we got the Bills locking this yeah. AFC East up, though, right? I mean, Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the hoodie's not coming for you? Hoodie's not coming. Hoodie's not coming for it. All right. Although, like, and that, that's part of the reason why I struggle with that over number, though, because this division has got better. Right. One through four, every team is a little bit better than they were last year. That's true. Fair point, Tyler. So. Got to watch out for it. All but right. I think the Bills are the team to beat. Vegas, everybody seems to agree. Yep. The Bills are coming. Bills Mafia, Bills baby. Mafia. Let's go. Do you, I, I should we need the, to jump through the table? I love the Bills Mafia. It's so <laughs> they great. They are a fun fan oh, base. Oh, it's huh? the best. All right. And just remember that you can sign up for three months free of Limestar mm-hmm. if you, new players only, sign up for Underdog Sports using the link below. Use promo code Limestar, okay? Deposit at least $10. Underdog Sports will match your first deposit up to $100. So that's $100 of free bets right there. Mm-hmm. So click the link below and sign up. And then you can place all your fun prop bets mm-hmm. in a way that's legal, especially for us yep. in California who have to do all these fantasy apps. And Underdog Sports is a great app that allows you to kind of do that without having to travel I to agree. a I different state. I know. Make a little excursion <laughs> to Vegas real quick to put yeah, in all our prop all bets. Our bets. We'll have to do that before the season starts. Yep. And if you have any questions or comment below, who do you think is going to win the AFC East this year? Make sure to like and subscribe so you can keep up with all of the content we're coming out with. And if you want to see Tyler jump through a table, Bill's Mafia style. Bill's Mafia. Let's <laughs> Got to go. do it for the content. Yeah. Just... If, we get, if we get a, a thousand comments, maybe he'll do it. Oh, we're, we're doing it. <laughs> All <laughs> right, guys. Go. That's it. We'll keep coming out with these division previews to get you ready yes. for the season. So keep it tuned to the YouTube channel of Limestar. We'll see you guys next time. Have a good one. Bye.